Dad, I have a question. Why and how are the rules of baseball changing? Hi, everybody. I'm Spencer. And I'm Luke. And on today's episode of Dad, I have a question, we're going to be talking about about the rules of sports and why some of them are changing in this mod- in the modern world today. Um, there was an article recently that started this conversation. I think Which it was... you should go read after this. Well, hopefully we do such a good job of summarizing it that you don't have to read the article. (laughs) But you can read the article. It was in the New York Times, and it talked about something called the Atlantic League, which is do you know what the Atlantic League is? Uh, Is it a minor minor league of baseball? Exactly, it's a it's one of the minor leagues, and it talked about how they're testing a number of rules in the Atlantic League to see how they work to decide whether to bring them into the major leagues. Because and, like the major leagues are too like official to be like the testing ground. Kind yeah, of? exactly, exactly. They want to see how it goes um, in in the minor league first. And so, so this gonna, prompted so us in to in the podcast. We're going to talk about what are what are they testing out and why. So this caused us to do a little bit of research on this topic, and it turns out that the rules are changing quite a bit in different sports. And why do you think they are they're changing? Um, maybe to speed up the game a little bit. Maybe like in baseball, for example, they want it to be easier for the offense or easier for the defense and may um, make the game more enjoyable overall. Yeah, exactly. So mostly they're trying to make it faster and more more entertaining because one of the main reasons is that um, people today have a lot of distractions. They have a lot of, of choice, uh, entertainment choice. And, um, you know, it's hard to keep people's attention for a long period of time. So they want the games to be more exciting and have more scoring and any be parents shorter. Know, any parent know how little attention spans kids have, exactly. including myself. Exactly. So um, so there are a couple changes that um, were made just in the last year or two that are worth flagging. One that, that we learned was about the intentional walk. So firstly, very quickly, what's an intentional walk? Um, when the when the batter try when the batter tries to um, to get himself a walk like on purpose intentionally. Mm, sort of. It's when the pitcher intentionally walks the batter. The pitcher. I was like close, it, just completely opposite. <laughs> that's okay. So sometimes the pitcher wants the batter to to go to first base. Like if there's a man on second uh, and one out, for example, and he wants a possible force out at first, second, or third. He'll walk the batter onto first, so there's a man on first and, and second. And the batter can't really do much about that. Like exactly. the pitcher can just throw it like the well, off. the pitcher can just throw a really bad throw, and the batter won't even have a chance. Okay, to swing at but it. that's what the rule change was. So it used to be that the the catcher, when I was a kid, the catcher would stand up and hold his his arm out to the side, indicating that it's an intentional walk, and the pitcher would throw it like you know, five feet away from the home plate. So it was too far away for the batter to actually swing at it. And you do that four times and that would be a walk. But that takes, you know, two minutes because you got to throw it back and forth four times. And so the new rule change... And it's kind of like not not good. Like the point of walks is that there's a bad pitcher and the batter is getting rewarded yes. for have, for that bad pitcher. So the new, the new rule kind of is like that... taking advantage of the rules. The new rule is that the pitcher or the catcher can just say to the umpire, this is an intentional walk, and that's it. The, the batter just goes to first. The pitcher doesn't even have to throw four pitches. So that saves wow. uh, you know, a couple minutes. Um, that's and already that in effect. For, that is for the benefit of the crowd. Exactly, exactly, and the TV audience. Um, the, um, uh, the other thing, the, another recent change that they made is they've reduced the number of times that the manager and that benefits can visit. The de- that, that, that benefits the defense, um, would you say? Uh, not, yeah, I guess so, it does. Intentional defense, walks, too. The defense wants it to happen, so if the offense is, like, okay with sure. it, then technically it's the defense. But the rule changes to speed up the game. It doesn't help offense or defense. Yeah, although um, some of the rules that you haven't read about do, I think they're trying to benefit the offense a little bit more, is that right? 
Yes, for sure. Um, so go ahead. Next rule. So um, let's see. Uh, so one of the rules that they're testing in the minor leagues is larger Remember, this is bases. Not, this is not all what's happening like on like the most of the games that you watch on TV with like the Mariners or the Dodgers or stuff like that. You know, um, this is in the minor leagues, and they're testing them out here. And then some of the some of the teams like what which what was a team that was kind of, like a coach that was kind of like watching this and like trying to like get into uh, major I leagues. forget who but but yeah I mean in the article it talks about major league players that are watching some of these test changes so just to be clear though that intentional walk thing that is happening in major leagues that change already exists but one of the things they're testing in the minor league is larger bases I think it's at 18 inch bases instead of 15 inch bases why would that uh, favor the offense a larger base the offense can just like like for example if you're sliding it would actually take it would take you short because like if the mm-hmm. base is like if the base is just bigger it's like if the base was like a mile long, you wouldn't even have to walk anywhere, right? Yes. So it's like it's way it's a way less visible change, but it does get it does get you to the base faster potentially. Exactly. Um, one of the other things that they're testing is actually um, a, a computer, basically a computer determined strike zone. So a Which is bad for umpires. Yeah, very bad for umpires. So essentially, a you know robot, basically a computer, determines on every pitch whether it's inside or outside of the strike zone. Um, and the way they're testing it was kind of interesting. Do you remember how they're testing it? Um, I think it was that the, the, like, it's not like an actual, like, physical robot, um, right? Right, right. But, so, um, it would, and it also, uh, one of the great benefits of this is that there can be no arguing over a bad call, and for now, until they inevitably get rid of the umpires... It makes the job of umpire a very, a very easy, much easier job. That's right. But the way they're testing it is, um, it, the they the it sees if the if it is in the strike zone or out of the strike zone, and then it like says, um, it says strike or ball into the earpiece of the umpire. Right. So there's still an umpire there, and he he says it out loud so it looks like a human is doing it but it's in the earpiece it's actually a, a machine that's doing it so they're testing this um so the umpire's got to start reading between the lines this is not <laughs> helping their job this is hurting it um another one um that they're testing is um uh no mound visits at all so um it used to be when i was a kid you could visit twice and then you'd have to take the picture out uh, now and, and those mound visits take a long time when the manager comes to to the. And you the can't even mound. hear it, so it's pretty boring for the crowd. So they're right. trying to speed up the game. So kind. they're basically saying you can't even do that. If you want to take the picture out, then you take the picture out. But there are no mound visits. The mound biggest visits thing is usually to be like, "Come on," you like, kind of like a pep talk for the pitcher. Yeah, sometimes or, the pep talk. Sometimes him how to do it's better. just to break it up. Like if they're, you know, he's he's in a in a slump. There've been you know ten bad pitches in a row, and a couple hits against him. It's just to try to. Try, try to give him a, a minute to catch his breath and, yeah. and, and reorient his head. Okay, the biggest change... Kind of just like giving him time, which is not what the, the audience wants. Right, exactly. The biggest change that they're, they have announced for 2020... But it's unclear. Twenty twenty coming to the major leagues. Yes, to the major leagues. They've announced this, but so this it's unclear. Will, this will be an active rule soon. Maybe it's unclear if it's going to go into effect because the players don't like it, <laughs> and the players have vowed to fight it. And so we'll see what happens. But the but the major league baseball has announced a new rule that says relief pitchers have to face three batters, have to get three outs before they can be pulled or the end of an inning. So what sometimes happens is, let's say it's the seventh inning or eighth inning. And, you know, there's no outs and a pitcher gets in trouble and now the bases are loaded. So then they bring in one, a new pitcher and that pitcher faces one batter 
and he gets an out. And then sometimes they pull him out and put in another pitcher, and he faces the next batter, and then another pitcher. And each of those changes takes a long time because the pitchers have to get warmed up, and it's super frustrating for the audience and for the TV viewer. So this new rule would say you gotta you got to get three outs or the end of the inning. Because, of course, when you change pitchers at the end of an inning, it doesn't cost any time because you just the new pitcher just goes in yeah, at the exactly. new inning. So anyway, who do you think hates this rule change? The defense? Yes, the pitchers. The pitchers don't like this rule change. Um, but um, the... the do, but do the, the players, for example? Um, I think that batters like this change, but pitchers don't. Um, so we'll see if it goes into effect. It would be and a big change. And that means that still a lot of teams could be, could be pretty mad at this rule because a team is not just a team of offense or a team of defense. Every team has pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um, what is a rule that um, you might even, not even know that this was a rule change, but a rule that, ha- that happened in basketball, I think in the mid the early 80s, if I'm not mistaken, in professional basketball in the NBA, that significantly sped up the game? Um, I, uh, I have no idea. Was it um, like cut it, cutting it into half? No. Like halves? When uh, it's the shot clock. Oh, believe it or not, there used to not be a shot clock. That's insane. And and before there was a shot clock, players could just dribble, 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 pass, pass, pass. And so the games were very, very low scoring. I was thinking like shot clock. I was like, no way. That has to be there since the beginning. That's too crazy. So they added the shot clock. um, And then they added the three point. There used to not be a three point line in basketball. What? Yeah. So I thought I knew a lot about like the origins (laughs) of basketball and stuff. I read a book, but about it, but. Wow. So, you know, some of these rule changes in baseball that we're talking about seem kind of radical, but when you look at other sports, um, you, you realize that these changes happen This is over a time. really good research topic. We've only, um, we've only looked into baseball and basketball, um, but, there are, but I'm sure that there are lots of changes to football and to soccer and Absolutely. to tennis that we, have, that we, have, that we should do. Well, there into. are rule changes. Also, think about equipment changes. So think for tennis for a second, right? Think about how the tennis racket has changed over time or golf. So those those equipment changes have have dramatically changed the you game. You should look up tennis racket from like a really long time ago. Yeah, they look so weird. <laughs> um, okay, so before we finish, I want to introduce my two ba- baseball and one soccer ideas on how to improve the game, which um, I haven't been able to get much traction he on. He says this all the time. <laughs> I mostly just say it to my family members, but now I have a chance to say it to your podcast listeners. So. I, there are two baseball so if rules. Anyone out there is like has any like has any like <laughs> any any pull in any baseball, baseball or, or or soccer. Here we go. Here he really is inter- he Here really are my two rules and proposed rule changes. The first one: man on third, um, uh, two outs, ground ball. By the way, when he told me about this, I was like, "Wait, that's not already a rule? That's ridiculous." <laughs> All right, listen: ground ball to to the shortstop, runner on third runs towards home and scores. But the shortstop has the ball and throws it to first, and there's an out on first. The way the rule reads today is that even if the runner on third scores before the out on first happens, the run does not count. I would like that run to count if the uh, runner on third hits, you know, gets home before the third out happens. I think that would be more offense, would be more exciting. Of course, a challenge here is you'd need an umpire to be able to see simultaneously what's happening at home and at first, in order to compare the timing I mean, with of those the, two, with the robot, with the with the robots and the cameras we have these days, that Possible. won't be much right. of a problem. Okay, so that's that's Spencer's rule number one. Spencer's rule number two is I would like to get rid of tagging up. So runner on third, no outs, pop fly to left field. I think the runner on third should be able to just go 
and score rather than waiting for the out, uh, the pop fly to be caught and then. That's a bigger home. one. That's a bigger one. People don't, that one is I think it'd be more controversial because people like the tag up rule because you get exciting plays at home. Right, so you That's catch true. it in left field and then you throw it home. But if you want more, kind of just like ma- wait, ma- ma- making that guy just like wait ten seconds. Yeah, and then it's like way down to the edge. It would screw up all the RBI and run statistics because people would have way more RBIs, um, which is runs batted in, and and would have more runs. But it would add a lot more offense, a lot more scoring. Okay, those are my two uh, baseball ideas. One very serious, one a little more iffy. And I will conclude with my one crazy soccer idea, which is kind of silly. I don't know if I told this before, but my idea in soccer, which is a notoriously low scoring game, is that if there has been no score over a 10 minute period of time, let's go like 20 minutes. Well, okay. Some period of time you, the, the, uh, referee introduces a second soccer ball into the game. (laughs) He throws two balls. Uh, so, so now one more ball. So now two balls on the field. Until, of course, one of those balls scores, and then play just continues. That goal counts. Play continues with the first ball. Um, that, it, it for sure, would create more offense and it'd be Poor a lot goalies. more exciting. Imagine how much fans would love it if there were two balls on the field at the same time. People would go crazy. Those are Spencer's crazy ideas for the day. All right, let's wrap up. Luke, why do rules change in sports? Um, a lot of the games are too long, and they're trying to shorten them. They're trying to make it more entertaining for the audience, for the people watching at home, and for the people watching it live. And a lot of the baseball rules also seem to um, advantage the offense. Exactly. Thanks, everybody. Bye.